Welcome, dear friends, to Kardec Radio at 11 p.m., nourishing our souls with one more Immortal Messages. Immortal Messages is this program based on the book Psychophonic Instructions. And this book brings to us a series of messages that empower us to our immortality. Several spirit authors, from those who come to tell their stories to those who come to advise us, to give us a sweet and kind warning, a firm and friendly, very friendly warning today. Through Chico Xavier and his team in two realms, we're going to talk about a renewed heart. Yes. Jesus Gonçalves comes through Chico Xavier on the night of April 7th, 1955. This, this, this very message is about our own redemption, our salvation. What is it all about? Do you know who he is? When you, how is your relationship with diseases in general? Do you see diseases as punishment? We need to revisit it. Because tonight, Jesus Gonçalves is going to show to us that God grants us several opportunities to be educated, to educate ourselves. And disease is an educational process. It's a process of healing in itself. Jesus Gonçalves is going to tell a little bit about him, but much more about his gratitude to the on high for the blessings of life. Who was Jesus Gonçalves? Welcome to Kardec Radio. As you are ready into the program, now I'm going to share with you who he was. He was born in, the, in a small city, in the countryside of the state of Sao Paulo in Brazil in the year 1902. At three years of age, his mom died and then his father had to work at the farm and had no time to educate him. So he was pretty much raised by an uncle of his. And we're gonna see here that Jesus Gonçalves discarnated in 1942 he was quite young. He was 45 years of age. But you know, an interesting thing. He was a poet. Yes. He played music too. And he became a spiritist. In his last two years of his life, he became friends with Chico Xavier from afar. He couldn't be close to anybody. You know why? Because he had leper. At 27 years of age, he contracted leper and he couldn't be closer to anybody. There wasn't a treatment back then. He had to be isolated. Yes, he was married, he had children, and he married a woman who had two kids and he had four more with her, so he had six kids. At some point, he 
his wife dies of tuberculosis and though he is far away from the children, he's still sustaining them. He kept working as a writer, writing letters, writing articles, participating. He became very, very uh, close to Shikoshage. In the afterlife, he comes back and starts writing poetry through Chico Xavier and helping many, 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 many. These people are not celebrities. They actually became servants. That's so important. That's why he's entitling this message, A Renewed Heart. He begins, Arnaldo Rocha, who is the director of this meeting, telling us that during this hour that they were in the mediumistic meeting, it was the week of the meditations on the Passion of the Christ, April 7th, 1955. On that particular night, during mediumistic works, several spirit entities came who were suffering, especially those who were suffered from leprosy in that last life. They still revealed painful mental fixations of anger, of bitterness because of what happened to them. And at some point, Jesus Gonçalves comes through Chico Xavier and explains something before he delivers a poem. Are you ready? Yes? So let us listen to Jesus Gonçalves, who is here, to see what he says. He says, friends, this is so beautiful. All these messages, we're going to see that these spirits, they have this fraternal relationship with us. And that's why it feels so good. Friends, I am your brother, Jesus Gonçalves, the leper from Piratingi. Pirapitingi was a city where he discarnated, to whom spiritism offered a new vision of life. I thank you for the fraternal and tender aid to the discarnate brothers and sisters who are here tonight. They came with us among lamentation and revolt, disturbed and oppressed in the world. They received the physical wound as a curse. When they have used, they should have used it as salvation, a salvation door. And in the spirit realm, they experience the effects of their rebelliousness. They also bring in their hairy spirit the remnants of the disease that prostrated them. And in their heart, they suffer indiscipline and nonconformity. Thanks to Jesus, however, they reaped the benefit of calmness 
through the seeds of the renewal by the gospel scattered here in your studies today. And we hope that from now on, they may be able to print new directions for their own transformation. Now, I ask permission to pray with you. Tonight, when all Christianity grateful turns to the memory of the Master, we feel it equally in his ultimate sacrifice by visualizing him on the cross. Kneeling down, we bring to Jesus, our eternal friend and divine benefactor, our prayer from a leper before the cross. Before we talk about this prayer poem, let's go back to the scenario he explains. How many people think that after death, People who suffered a lot will stop suffering. They don't. You see, he's talking about a group of lepers, people who had leprosy, discarnated, but they kept his, their hearts disturbed, anguished, rebellious. And when they discarnated, they were no different. Their peri spirit still presents the wounds. They weren't washed away. Yeah. In the Gospel according to Spiritism, chapter 5, blessed are the afflicted. In that long chapter, there's many subtitles. And there is one in particular, to suffer well that goes hand in hand with this. That's why at the beginning of the program, we were asking ourselves, how do we deal with the odds of life? It's not easy. I agree with you. Crying is part of it. But Jesus Gonçalves is saying to us tonight that we need to transform our relationship with the odds of life. How are we going to do it? How are we going to work on that? By understanding what disease is all about. In the book, Evolution into Worlds. And you can almost quote, right? Because I keep repeating this. And the mentors at Kardec Radio say, effort and repetition, we need to repeat and repeat and repeat so we don't forget. Chapter 19, I can almost hear a choir. Part 2, predisposition to illnesses, exactly. What does Andre Luiz explain? He explains to us that we develop illnesses the moment we make a grave mistake. Mm -hmm. Why? Because our conscience doesn't filter the memory in its system. It's like clogged. He says it creates a crystallization, a nodule 
of vibratory disturbance in our perispirit. And what happens? It will only be flushed away, be dissolved when we reincarnate and that is expunged through the physical body in form of disease. And you may ask, is there another way of dissolving this crystallization? Yes, Andre Louis says. There is, as Jesus said, love covers a lot of sins, a mountain of sins. So you need a lot of water of love, a lot of water of love. Think about a crystal of salt. A little bit of water is not going to dissolve it. You need a lot of water and movement to dissolve it. Why am I saying this? Because sometimes we think that just a little bit of charity, a little bit of beneficence, a little bit of love, oh, we've done so much. No. Based on lives of nodules of crystallization, of disturbed vibrations that are crystallized, we need, we need a lot of love. A lot of love. A lot of movement towards the good of others, the general good. A lot. A lot. So, the good has no limit. Keep it in mind. When people tell you, you're doing too much, the good has no limit. But evil has limits. You rest assured that evil has limits big time. But good, it's ever expanding. And that's why Emmanuel, Louis, and all these wonderful spirits say, restless work. Keep working and working, doing the good. When Chico Xavier was tired, we have messages, Emmanuel saying, work more. Are oh, you tired? Work more. You're sad? Help more. And this work is about being useful to others. It's not about monetary work, remunerated work. It's about working in favor of others. And here he's saying that those spirits who had leper, you think they ascended? No, some of them were stuck. Why? He says, they were stuck in, he describes, they were here, lamenting. Why me? So we need to stop that here. We are watching this to make sure we adjust ourselves. Lamentation doesn't help. Rebelliousness, revolt, disturbance, oppression. And he says, in the world, they received the physical wound as a curse and they should have seen the salvation because it's expunging from the spiritual body. If you see one life alone, it's a curse. 
you see many lives. It's a blessing in disguise. And in the spiritual world, they experience the effects of rebelliousness. In the peri-spirit, they still have the remains of the disease, meaning very likely they're going to be experiencing it again. And they don't have discipline of emotions. So you and I are being invited to a beautiful exercise. What is the exercise? The exercise here is to evaluate how we're dealing with the odds of life. Are we understanding it and taking it easy, being calm and resigned, or are we rebellious, rebellious, anguished, tormented? We need to adjust. Jesus Gonçalves learned in his own skin. You know why? Now I'm going to tell you why. When he was incarnated and became a spiritist, at 27 years of age, he became, he contracted leper. And he remained like that until his discarnation. He never stopped doing the good, though. He started communicating with Chico Xavier through letters. He came to know that in many lives ago, like in the years 395 to 410, meaning many centuries ago, he was, who was he? Elric I. You know Elric I who he was? The king of the Visigoths. Yes. A lot of barbaric things. Crimes. Towards many people. Centuries later, he's more evolved. But he still needs to expunge the nodules of vibratory disturbance that he contains. Now he's ready for it. He's reincarnated in Brazil. Several things happen in his life and he presents leper. And Elric I now turned to the Christ, understands the reasons why. Divaldo Franco, I remember personally him saying that Jesus Gonçalves had also another life centuries ago. In between that, as Elric I and Jesus Gonçalves, he reincarnated in the church as the famous Richelieu. Mm -hmm. And somebody who had a lot of power in the church, the Catholic Church, and committed a lot of mistakes. Andre Lewis, in the book Evolution into Worlds, is right. Inevitably, we will come across the cleansing 
of our conscience through the process of expunging those nodules of disturbance. We're being asked to deal with it. It's not easy, but that's why we have friends. And that's why he says, we have the friend, Jesus Christ, and the Spiritist teachings that are so consoling to us. And now we're going to listen to his poem. A poem to Jesus. Arnaldo Rocha says that at this moment he gives a pause, changes his tone of voice, and in tears, Jesus Gonçalves prays, poetically prays to Jesus. And this will be our prayer. Lord, I, who lived in plain clamor, came from afar in fierce lounging under the infernal plot of horrendous activities between long and tempting paths, thrones, glories, tiaras, splendors, and conquered famished cities. All this I have reached with raised hands to the tenebrous and oppressive geniuses. But weary at last of being an executioner, I prayed, weeping the grace of your yoke. And you sent me leprosy and loneliness. Confined to the pains given to me, my vision is opened to the heavenly light, and I found you, magnificent in my heart. Today, Master, before the cross on which you deem, in compassion that helps and renounces, I don't ask the feast for the feast of joy. Though your sweet eyes caress me, I come to plead with you the frock of source. So, I, so that I return to the dark and cold road in which the children of the night and agony suffer ulcerations, speeding blasphemy. Give me again the redeeming leprosy, keeping my faith as a sublime gift. Now, that I am happy, I prostrate. May I exalt for many lives over the ship of anguish and wounds, your kingdom of divine and everlasting love.
In this poem, he's disclosing to us his previous lives, deeds. Look at history, friends. We were the ones making off of history in this planet. And it doesn't look pretty. Yeah. So now we understand so many things. When I see nowadays in this pandemic, people who are desperate, I can't stand it any longer. It feels like we forget. We forgot that we have so many bills to pay and it's not material bills only, it's spiritual bills. And we are thinking in illusions thinking that we have any credit. The good spirits come tonight through Jesus Gonçalves, asking you and I to put some sense in our minds, to put some reasoning and remind ourselves that much like Jesus Gonçalves, we have had many lives of choices that were barbaric, but in this life. We thank God for sending us Jesus and the Spiritist teachings, because through them, we are granted the opportunity to do what? To redeem ourselves. He asks again for more experiences through which he's going to sing the songs of joy of the good news of Jesus Christ. And how about us? Are we rebellious like the group that he brought in that mediumistic meeting? Or are we already like Jesus Gonzalez? Blessing the odds, blessing the restrictions and afflictions, knowing that through them, we are redeeming ourselves. We don't like pain, but we understand it. We need to suffer well. You and I tonight are being invited to meditate. To meditate on how we experience suffering. Have we been easy in the hands of God? Or are we still a spoiled child of God, kicking and screaming tantrums when we're experiencing educational steps in our lives? This is our reflection for the next 24 hours. And we hope we can come back here at Kardec Radio in more immortal messages tomorrow, God willing. Because at Kardec Radio, we're always nourishing our souls. Thank you, friends. <music>